1: Jesus is the life. And that is the subject of our time next on Times of Refreshing. So where do you find your strength, your life, Your hope for today and tomorrow, your happiness, well, it should be found in the only one who is life, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome. This is Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community in Livermore, California. Today, we're in John, 1 John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Jesus is the life. We'll take a look at that in depth, shall we? Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing.
2: Life is about our relationships. And life is about our friend. Saints, life was manifested and he walked upon the face of the earth. And that life is now, is what is infused in you right now, eternity is not something that you're going to get. Eternal eternal life is already in you right now. The only thing that's going to happen for all of us is just the shells going to pop off. But I'm alive, and this life is is pulsating through our veins, is abiding within us. This life, He talks to us. He dwells in our hearts by faith. He resides within us. He communes with us. He sends forth His Spirit to help us to understand that we have been redeemed. His Spirit bears witness with my spirit that I'm a child of God. And now this isn't something that I'm groping for or trying to get. It's something that I have and I'm just continually allowing myself to yield to. He said, for I am crucified with Christ, but nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. the life that I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. So what happens is now I understand that though this outward man is perishing, there's a new man that's, there's a new Adam that's coming up through me. And he is the source of my existence now. It's not how many cars I have. It's not how much stuff I have. It's not who I know. What makes you strong and powerful and have truly understand security in life is when you have life. And so John the apostle, he begins to talk about this. The life was manifested. It, we held it. It dwelled amongst us. And then he doesn't just stop there. Go to John, John chapter 1. Go to John chapter 1. Look what he says here in verse, from verse 1 to 5. He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. He says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. He says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. John the Baptist. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That all, that all through him might believe. He was not the light. But was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world. And the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, the Jews, and, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, he says, but of God. He says in verse 14, y'all, he says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, he says, full of grace and truth. And so the thing that always amazes me when I read the epistles and, and I read the gospels, especially the gospels. When I read the gospels and I look and I and I and I watch Jesus' dealings it it just it's amazing to me that here you have Jesus Christ the son of the living god eternal life the word made flesh walking through the streets of Jerusalem speaking with people caring for people correcting people reminding people the creator of the universe all things were made through him and by him, and there was not anything made that was made without him. And he's walking through the streets, and people are talking about eternal life, they're talking about having life, they're talking about and not knowing that life is standing right there in front of you. He's sitting right there. Look at him, he's eating, look at him, he's sleeping. Look at him, he's, he's having a conversation with this, this woman at the well. And you're looking at eternity, you're looking at eternal life or the source of eternal life. And he's dwelling amongst us. And then it blows my mind when I start to think about the fact that now that same life that walked upon the face of the planet that was, was at, at, sitting on the right hand of the Father, that same life has now been <sighs> breathed into me. And you start to think about how God has awakened you. And you wake up in the morning and you're thinking about God. And you start thinking about how you keep going when sometimes you don't feel like going, but you got so much life in you. And you start thinking about how much pressure you got and all the things that are going on in the world and people acting crazy and, and the world is, and you start thinking about, it, but you just keep going and you haven't lost your mind. And you start thinking about, what is it? You got some life in you. Can I have an amen, y'all? And you start thinking about, you know, how am I going to pay these bills? And I'm thinking about my kids. And, and I'm worrying about what's going on in the job. They're laying people off. And you and people think you're going, they, they think you're not going to make it. But then you just keep going. But when you have eternal life in you. It's hard to quit when you got eternal life down on the inside of you. It's hard to throw in the towel when When greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world just keeps me going in a direction I don't even feel like going all the time. But I just keep going because God's got something down on the inside. He got in me. And when he starts getting in you and he starts moving in you, and then he starts sharing his love through you and his compassion through you and his heart through you. And he starts teaching you that it's not about you, but it's about me. I'm down on the inside of you. Then all of a sudden this life that was manifested and we, and they beheld his glory as that of the only, only begotten of the Father. This life starts, it starts moving in you. And then you start realizing that it's not just you. But it's God that I am a spirit I possess a soul and I live in this shell called my body but I'm not in here I'm not I'm not here I'm not in here by myself the two have become one flesh that I become the bride of Christ that he's taken him And he's joined himself with me. And now, what you're seeing isn't just you. But you become a living epistle. Read of all men. Now, Christ has got down on the inside of me. And I'm learning how to yield to his presence. I'm there, but now I'm just not in control of everything like I used to be. I'm there, but now my mind didn't just tell me what to do when I listened to it all. And I'm there, and now just because I feel an emotion doesn't mean it's the right emotion all the time. I'm there, and just because I got a will to do what I want to do, I learned not to just do. Our Father, is this what you want me to do? And you learned that now you have life in you. And now you're flowing with life. And and it's not just about, now watch me say, it's not just about what you're doing in your prayer closet. Because that's what you do when you get out on the streets. Everybody, everybody's holy in the prayer closet. Everybody's righteous in the prayer closet. Everybody's living right in the prayer closet. But when you got to get out here and you got some demons you got to fight. And you got some temptation you got to overcome. And you got some stuff come to your mind that you want to say, but you just don't. I can't say that. That's not God. And you learn that it's not about, now I'm living this thing out. It becomes life to me. And the life now, now watch the saints. Now the life now becomes light to men. Man, how you change like that? You sure are dealing with a lot, but you still, you not, you ain't, I knew you before you got saved. You would cuss people out. You didn't cuss them out. How did you not cuss that person out? Hey, I used to have a potty mouth, y'all. How you not cuss them out? What happened to you? Well, I got some life in me now, man. Can I have an amen, y'all? Can I have an amen? Because life now. Is flowing through you. And now you're yielding to his his abiding presence in life. And you find yourself now living out Christianity. Not just coming to church. It's easy to come to church and listen to this bald head preacher. It's tough to take what you're learning and apply it to your daily life. But the issue here is, I will apply it to the degree that I learned to yield and understand that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by God's Spirit that I'm going to do what He's asking me to do. <laughs> now watch this. Go back to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. And we're going to look at verses 9 on down to 13. And this, is, this will be a sum. This will sum up what I'm saying. Look what it says. 1 John chapter 5 verse 9 He says if we receive the witness of men the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God that he has testified of his son He who believes in the son of God has the witness in himself He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony, uh, because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God. Does not have life. They're existing. And they're there. But they're not the fullness of who God created them ultimately to be. That is a spiritual person. Possessing a soul and living in a body. They are a living nephish. Their soul controls them. They're soulish or the Bible calls it carnal. Are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Their spiritual man has been shut down, cut off to God. And now everything they do is governed by their mind, will, and emotion. This is what I want to do. Well, is it the right thing to do? No, but it's just what I want to do. And so what happens is now people just do what they want to do, and they're not conscious of God. Well, what about God? Well, what about Him? Who is He? I don't know. I'm not. A... Don't be talking about church, brother. Don't talk about Jesus. So what happens is now people are closed off to God, and in some cases they become enemies of God. He says in verse 12, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And that you may know. No, he says that you may know that you have eternal life. And that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. That you may know that you have eternal life. This is one of the greatest problems. See, when you get this revelation, when I get this revelation, when we get revelation that we have eternity, we have eternal life right now, it takes the fear of death away. A lot of people are not successful in life because they just fear death. They're so consumed with the fear of it that it causes them to make decisions to preserve themselves. Self-preservation is rooted in fear. I can't can't do nothing. I can't get in the car. Why can't you drive? I can't get in the car. What happened? I'm going to die. Well, if you die, you're just going to go right in the presence of God. Oh, really? Now, nobody should want to die. I'm not saying anybody should want to die, but when you know you have eternal life... It takes away the fear of it. A lot of people are struggling and the devil rips their lives apart because they're so afraid of death. They're so afraid. Fear just grips them. But when you and I can get to the point where we really understand this revelation, for me to live as Christ and to die as game, when we get to the place where it just, we're just, We're free from that. It causes God to be able to use you in an unlimited capacity. Because you know that your life is in the hand of the master. We don't ask God to kill us. Say, God, I want to live. But ultimately, my life is in your hands. Because you gave me life. You're the creator, not me. So what happens for all of us is when we start really getting in our mind that we have eternal life, it'll cause us. Now watch this It'll cause us to live our lives at a different plane than others. You won't feel like you always got to get caught up in everything the culture is doing. I got eternal life in me. I don't. I don't want. You don't want. When you have eternal life in you and you know it, being popular means nothing. Because you're, you're, you're doing what you're doing for an audience of one. When you become, when you really get life in you, you're not thinking about, you know, oh, my friend left me, my friend left I got eternal life in me. I'm going to have friends, some are going to stay, some are going to go. Now, I want you all to stay, but I'm not going to flip out and die because you left. Can I have an amen? I got eternal life in me. And what happens is you you start to develop more of a confidence and a boldness and a strength, an awareness, a consistency, a desire to please God, which causes you to go on, and then now eternally is moving you. And you're not just earthbound. You become heavenly-minded. To be carnal is death. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You want more peace in your life? Start to elevate your vision beyond just the earth and start thinking about eternity and the fact that you have eternity inside of you. That brings a sense of life and peace. You start to, we start to see the world for what it really is. A planet that is dying and falling apart, which God said was going to happen. But this isn't your home. You are a sojourner. You are passing through this place. God's got a city that he is created. Can kind I of have an amen? That for you that is greater than just what you see here. We got to rehabilitate this place. We got to. Well, no, no, no. God said that that this place is going to fall apart. He said it. Pastor, do you believe there is a hurricane? There's a tornado. Let's go to the Book of Revelations and let's search around here. Didn't he say stuff like this was going to happen? And that, quite frankly, there's nothing that you or I can do about it. But, but I know that if something does happen, I got eternity in me. Can I have an amen? And I'm I'm wearing this world like a loose garment. And that's what happens to us. We start living at it. And then people say, well, how do you get this peace? We say, because I got the sun. And if you have the sun, you have the life. How do you, how do you come out of this? You don't, you don't look stressed. No. I deal with stuff, but I've got, I've got the life. And what happens is we start, we start living like this. And then your life now starts to begin to shine in the midst of darkness. Saints, I want to remind you of this. I want to remind you of this, because right now the world is looking for all kinds of answers and we've got all kinds of stuff going on and protest this. I'm mad at that. I'm this. I mean, the world is just people. I don't have It's It's crazy. And the people that should be looking at everybody and say, hey, y'all, why don't you come over here and get some of this life and stop trusting in the world and come get life. That comes from Jesus, and he who has the Son has the life. come get some of this. We join in the crowd, so there 's not a distinction or a difference between that which is that which is God and that which is just the world, and people are looking for answers in the churches where we come to let people know that man you you need eternal life, and this is how you get it you got to accept the Son. He who believes in the Son of God has. The witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar. Because he has not believed the testimony that God has given us of his son. And this is the testimony. That God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He who has the son has the life. He didn't say who, he who has Mohammed. He didn't say who, he who has Buddha. He didn't say he who has Mary. He didn't, he didn't say he who has a tarot card. He who is wrapped up in witchcraft. He didn't say he he who is, you know, praying to to calves. He, He was, you know, praying to the constellations. He didn't say he who was praying to wicked spirits. He didn't say he who believes in... He said it very clearly that he who has the Son... There's only one way to the Father, and that's through His Son, Jesus Christ. And so, a person, well, I, I, I got involved in, I got involved in this Eastern religion. Well, that's not going to get you to the Father. Can I preach it this morning, y'all? I got involved in this Eastern religion, and I, you know, I'm feeling better now. Well, we'll see how long that lasts, because you still don't have the life. And 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 it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean anybody hates you. It doesn't mean, but it does mean that if you're trying to get ultimately a relationship with God the Father, the only way to get to God the Father is through His Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, who was buried, and He rose from the grave, and is sitting on the right hand of the Father as our advocate and the only one that can speak on humanity's behalf. Mary can't do it. Paul can't do it. James can't do it. Peter can't do it. No, of the apostles can do it. Only Jesus, there's only one mediator between God and man, and that is the man, Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen in this place? There's only one mediator. Your mama can't do it. Your cousin can't do it. Grandma can't do it. Nobody can do it. There's only one. And when you have him, you have the life. Well, saints, for all of us, let us hold on to this revelation that Apostle John said. That which we have handled concerning the word of life, we declare to you that you may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. If we want people to have fellowship with us. The way that they get fellowship is by embracing the Son. This morning, I hope that all of us got awakened again. I'm alive, man. I'm alive. I'm alive. You're alive. And though your outward man is perishing, your inward man is being renewed day by day. Can I have an amen? Can we praise God for that? Though my outward man is perishing my inward man is being renewed day by day right? because I have eternal life in me.
1: Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of the Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at the Well Christian Community. 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing.